0: Hello, hello. Welcome to the Sunday afternoon podcast with Greg Reese. I am your host, Greg Reese. And today is uh, Sunday, March 19th, 2023. We're doing a bit of a late start today than usual because I am doing a uh, canning video. I'm, I'm also canning, canning some ground beef. If you hear, you might hear something in the background that sounds like a, I don't know how to describe it. It's a steam, it's a pressure cooker, is what it is. You probably don't even hear it here. But uh, that video will be coming out tomorrow, probably tomorrow or the next day. Definitely early this week. A video on how to pressure, on how to can, can food. This particular one, I'm canning ground beef. This is something I didn't know you could do. I didn't know you could can beef or meat. And it's good for up to a year and a half. And that's pretty outstanding. If you are a meat eater and if you like, if you're picky, especially if you're picky about your meat and you like good meat, because, the you know, we're going to hard times. That's what we're talking about today. Um, today is the get ready, because here it comes podcast. So it's not too late for canning. I'm going to try doing it every, a little bit every week while I can. Cause I expect it's going to be a challenging summer. Let's paint the picture. Shall we? It's a uh, It's obvious, everyone knows at this point, they've admitted it, they're very clear about it, that they're, the control structure that's been in place for, I think, centuries, I think it's changed, obviously, it, it's always fluctuating and changing, but it's made it clear that they are going to shift us onto this central bank digital currency. Looks like that's going to start happening in July. They are, in July, they are going to go live with their FedNow. FedNow is a, a payment processing app that um, will entice people to sign up for it because they'll no longer have to wait for their checks to clear. For example, if you, if you work paycheck to paycheck, which most people are these days, uh, with this app, you won't have to wait for that check to clear. As soon as that payday comes, you instantly have it in your account. And when you buy stuff, it's instantly paid for. Everything's instant. Somehow, I guess what this means, I guess this means that the, the Fed is going to guarantee everyone's transactions. But it also means that the Fed will then be at the base and the foundation of every transaction made. And uh, I'm sure my bank, I have a credit union, Navy credit union, which is, you know, military, but I'm sure they've already agreed. U.S. Treasury's already agreed. All the big banks have agreed. So it seems like what they're doing now is they're mopping up the smaller regional banks so no one has any choices but the big banks who have already all already set up and wired up with this FedNow thing. And uh, it looks like they're going to do it almost the same way they did it in Nigeria or try or are trying to do in Nigeria. That was basically same thing. They had a instant payment thing set up, trying to entice people to get this app first they made it mandatory that and then that pissed off the Nigerians good good on them so then they backed off and then they incentivized it offering like little coupons and stuff like that and then uh, they it still didn't work and then so they ended up once they felt like they had everyone on this payment app then they just stopped filling the ATM machines and let the ATM machines run out And people started rioting and burning and destroying the ATM machines because they saw what that was and they said no. And it looks like that's how they're going to do it here. And, uh, I mean, I'll admit I am probably more paranoid and skeptical and wary and untrusting of humans more than most. But still, is it not so terribly obvious that the whole Trump arrest is part of this? You know, part of this theater to bring in this new digital currency in the midst of all this? Because right now, if if things stay like they are, then... um, Everyone's watching it and talking about it. So they got to change the story. They got to run the story. So first I saw he got... They're going to arrest him. I'm like, all right, well, that's just to give everyone something to talk about while the banks collapse and they roll out this Fed now July introduction to a complete cashless society. But then Trump... Says, uh, if they arrest me, protest. And I'm like, what? Like, first of all, first I'm like, that's stupid. That's like an exact mirrored reflection of January 6th. It's like the same uh, play. And then I thought... It would have been nice if he would have said something about all the the hundreds of guys that have been in jail for over a year. It would have been nice if he said something about that, you know, like, hey, why don't you protest those guys? Why don't you let them out, you know? And then now the media is doing their part and hyping it all up preparing everyone for another January 6th, like uh, Trumpers are going to go out and violently protest his arrest. You know, the mainstream media are trying to stoke this whole divide and conquer civil war, whatever, whatever. It's obvious, right? Isn't it obvious? And you got to ask yourself, is Trump so stupid that he just takes the bait like that? Or is he saying his lines? Call me crazy, but I think he's saying his lines. This is the first time I've thought that. I've I was convinced that he was sucked in and duped back when he started pushing the vaccine. But I couldn't tell how much of it was being taken the bait. And I mean, if that's the case, I can be very empathetic. I take the bait sometimes. I think we all take the bait. Everybody plays the fool, right? We all play, we all play the fool sometimes. You can forgive anyone for that. But in this case, he, maybe he's playing the fool. But we'll see. It seems like he's just saying his lines. We'll see. Hopefully, uh, and who's going to and what's going to happen next week? This is the big week. This is the big week of March. So they say, according to the astrological charts, which have been dead on so far, whether that's uh, because we're living in some type of simulation, architecture, architecture, place that is readable in some way, or because the So-called controllers are using it as a playbook. I don't know. It's very interesting stuff. Anyways, it's going to be a big week. What's that going to look like? Who knows? We're about to find out. But I think it's safe to say at this point that total system collapse is... It's not a guaranteed thing, but we're at the point now where it is literally, it's literally our best bet. That's our best chance. And the sooner and the harder and the more painful, the better. Because the only thing that's going to uh, turn us around at this point is for the herd and I mean that in the nicest way, to realize that they're about to lose everything. They need to have a life or death moment. And the herd needs to turn on the enemy, on the destroyer, on the predators, on the ones killing us, need to be turned on in mass, in a massive reaction. And so, so that the, the predators get stamped out. That's uh, our best bet right now. And the best way for that to happen at this point is for this economy to crash as fast and as hard as possible so that everyone feels it in the worst imagin- imaginable way. That could very well likely create the, uh, the atmosphere that we need to save ourselves That's how crazy it's become right now, huh? Because I think what they're trying to do, what they want to do is keep it gradual. They want to, the Federal Reserve Banking System wants to do a soft landing, kind of ease it down, kill all the side banks, ease it down, and then they want to lure everyone in their system. No one's leaving their system because everyone's keeping their same bank. Some people might have to get a new bank account, you know, they'll they'll need to open something up with chase or, or, you know, one of the big six. But other than that, it's, everything's the same. The fed's got it all. It's not blockchain. Just running through the fed. And then, um, if people don't want to do that, if people resist, I'm sure they can, uh, offer everyone like a little chunk of free money. It's all fake money anyways. Here, here, I know things have been hard. Here's an extra grand of our fake fiat. Get everyone in there. Get everyone on board. And once you're in there, and and that's how you're now buying your food and paying your rent, you're stuck now. Now you are in the new world order. And uh, if you don't already know it and you want to know what that's like, then you can look up the communist Chinese social credit score system. And that's that's where this is going. And so they, they the way they get everyone in there isn't through major pain and, and coming at them after hurting them and saying, okay, here's a solution. That could possibly even work with a lot of people. But that's I don't think that's what they want. They want to ease people in. And I think if they are able to do that, they would succeed. I think if they're able to ease people in, people will just do it. You know, people will be like, waiting for a moment to to change paths and it'll be too late. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. But anyways, the point being is the the system look like looks like it's it's genuinely going to it's genuinely going to collapse and that's kind of what a lot of people have been predicting for months starting back in December and January I started seeing it a lot like I said it's in the astrological charts that uh, March starting and starting in March seventh things really start to kick off. This is the week where everything sort of uh, uh, the peak of whatever this thing is happening happens and then it stretches out all the way till June June is when there is some resolve it has to do with money it has to do with money systems it's clearly about banking and the good news is is that the theme the overall theme of it On the outcome of this energetic experience, whatever you want to call it, is more freedom. So the good news is, is it looks like if the stars are correct that this is maybe the beginning of the dawning of the age of Aquarius and things are going to get a little bit better. And this is the death and the end of the Federal Reserve Bank. And they are dying in a way that's not as elegant as they imagined. One can only hope. So um, that's it with that. And now we'll move on to more positive stuff because that's kind of the theme of the show. The theme of the show is how are you going to, how are you dealing with this? It can be scary stuff. It's going to be really scary stuff for people that have no idea what's going on. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe people don't get that scared. I feel like I'm okay because I've been, in many ways I feel like I was born, in many, 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 many ways I feel like I was born for this. I'll leave it at that. I'm sure if I wanted to make the show all about that and telling, telling you my past and my story, I could probably get you to agree with that. Or at least not dispute it. And I've been expecting it for about twenty years, about nineteen years. I've been expecting this era that we're in now, and so I'm definitely prepared mentally. I'm definitely prepared spiritually. I, I mean, I think I, I think we all, I, I, as prepared as I am, I definitely could be more prepared mentally and more prepared spiritually. I'm prepared to bust it out of the home and hit the woods with a pack. And I'm prepared to hunker down in my tiny little hole of a home, of an apartment, for months, if I have to. So I feel okay about it. I didn't acquire the big home compound acres of land with stockpiles of storage and stuff. I didn't get there, never got there. Oh, well. Whatever is, whatever is, you know, say la vie, what is it, Uh, que sera, sera, whatever it is, shall be, whatever is meant to be, shall be. I'll sing that song. So I'm okay, uh, but we're there, this is it, and it makes sense, it's going to be the money. And it makes sense that if we can actually wake everyone up and get that reaction, like I said, we need... That survival reaction. Uh, this is, makes sense that this is the way it, it, it would happen, and uh, I also think I would argue that's why they don't want that. They want a soft landing. They want to ease us into the trap. But we're about to find out this this week, and this spring, and this summer. The interesting thing to note is according to the stars, and you might be rolling your eyes at that, but others of you are nodding your heads and you understand. I mean, it is is—it is what it is. It wasn't too long ago. It was just a few hundred years ago where it was the science. Everything else was in that. Everything else was under the umbrella of astrology. Geology, chemistry, all of it was under that one umbrella, and then it was in the modern era where it, where it was split up, and astrology was sort of discarded as a woo-woo thing. Anyways, according to the stars, this thing is is going to resolve in June. That doesn't it doesn't mean everything's going to be hunky-dory in June. It means that it means this thing that's imploding now, this shift that's happening now in March and is going to peak this week, is going to have been sort of re- basically resolved by June. So that's interesting because that's right before July 4th. So it's an interesting timing of the whole thing. And I mean, really, that's kind of like, uh, like the American Revolution was sparked off because of Banking, basically. I think I'm going to do a history of, uh, if if I get time to, it might be a crazy busy week and I might not get time to do it, but I wanted to do a history of the Federal Reserve Bank video, Reese Report, because it is a very interesting history. And I was going to go all the way back to the first Bank of America, which was, I think, 1781, something like that. Shortly after the revolution, it was... Alexander Hamilton decided he wanted to start a bank to help pay off the war, but then within it only lasted ten years or so because they found out it was the money was going back to England, and they just started taxing everyone again, like taxes that were supposed to be paying for the war, and instead were just going to pay for the war over in England. <laughs> so it's like I don't know how much of history I actually believe these days because I can see how they're rewriting history as we go in real time which I imagine has been going on forever so who knows but still if you're to take our history as accurate then we never we we had the, the revolutionary war accomplished what did it accomplish it gave us a story it gave us guns it gave us guns and freedom of speech and that's good enough I answered my own question That's good enough. Those two things are good enough. Uh, There was no real freedom. Other, There was probably freedom for a couple years there. And then it all went to pot once again. And here we are today. So. Up until July, things could be tough. And. Honestly, I think July, I think here's what I here's what I think. This is what I think is this is my and I'm not into predicting things. I'm not trying, I don't care if I'm right or wrong. I don't want to be right or wrong. I'm just I'm just this is how I sort of see things unfolding with the information that we have so far. It is the middle to the end of March. This is gonna be a big week. I imagine it's gonna be, well, It's gonna be big because of the Trump arrest, but I imagine there's gonna be something much bigger going on, which is what the Trump arrest is trying to cover for. It's probably gonna be the fall, a lot of people are predicting about 160 banks are all about to just be destroyed. So, it's a tricky time for everyone. The good news is it seems to be a tricky time for the new world order because if they don't do this right like I said if they get that they they're they're trying to avoid that herd reaction where the herd recognizes the predator that's what they're trying to avoid it could be tricky so we'll see what happens this week but You know, I said before we're not going to just talk about doom and gloom. So, you know, I guess we'll talk about what are you doing. So, what am I doing? Like I said, um, I'm basically prepared. I thought I was going off a keto. I have a bunch of um, beans and and seeds and stuff that that are good to sprout. Super nutritious for sprouting. That was going to be my plan. Is I would just do a sprouting diet throughout. The, the hard times, right? Because I imagine there's gonna be hard times. We're shift, we're ending a system. Hopefully. Hopefully. This is all best case scenario. Hopefully the system collapses and we pick things back up and rebuild them. It's gonna take months to get things back up. Best case scenario. So you gotta be prepared for months, in my opinion. In my in my opinion, you gotta be pre- prepared to I mean, obviously, if you're not prepared, they'll have, like, food lines and stuff like that. But you don't want to do that. Nobody wants to do that. I hope none of you end up doing that. So you want to have some storable foods. And like I said, it's super easy. That's why I made this canning video. I just have a ton of sprouts, uh, things to sprout. Sprouting is very easy. All you need is water. Better if you have a gravity filter so you have clean water. But with clean water and and just some sprouting gear, you can look it up online, it's super easy. I should probably do a sprouting video, actually, to go along with my canning video. I think I will, now that I mention it. So with sprouting, it's not the most uh, luxurious way to survive, but you'll survive. And nutrition-wise, it's extremely nutritious. So you could even come out the other end uh a leaner and healthier and stronger and pretty good you know look into it broccoli sprouts are super nutritious mung bean all bean sprouts are great i got mung and garbanzo and i also got quinoa because quinoa's got protein and it's a superfood especially when it's sprouted all these things when they're sprouted are even more nutritious than when they're cooked um they're going to be raw so you're going to, to be digesting everything very easily you're like i said you're going to have no problem in the in the area of nutrition super easy i am adding ground beef to the mix because you can i didn't i just learned this like 6 months ago maybe a year ago that you can can ground beef any meat and it's good for about a year and a half If you're not into meat, you can can your favorite veggies because it might be hard to find your favorite veggies. For example, I don't know if you can do this with avocado, but I bet you can. I bet you can. Let's find out. I got the internet right here. Can you, can you can avocados? Yes. Yes. You definitely can, and they'll keep for up to a year. So, you know, find your favorite uh, food that that will keep you a little bit happier and more positive through the hard months, having a little stash of, or even a big stash of, and can them up. You can go to the hardware store, you can go to Walmart, you can go to all kinds of places and get... Some Some grocery stores will have them, mason jars, ball jars. You want to make sure you get the nice brand type that are meant for canning. Get yourself a pressure cooker. If you plan on doing a lot of canning, then the bigger the better for a pressure cooker. And then start figuring out what you're going to can. Start looking up videos on YouTube. I'm going to have a video coming out this week on how to can ground beef, and that will apply to all meat, and fish, so that's what I'm doing. Because I'd have been happy with the sprouts. Because I know the sprouts aren't the most delicious thing. But hey, if that's all you got, I'll get used to them and they'll be delicious. And I'll, I know I'll feel good. I've done an all sprout, sprout diet before, and I know it's good to go. Like you, I felt. I don't think I ever felt better. So that's kind of a treat. Take advantage of the opportunity. Make the best out of it. You know what I'm saying? Make the best out of it. This time, this difficult few months, which I think is probably going to happen in July and go through the summer and the fall. I think by the fall and the winter, things will start smoothing out a little bit, but I think it's going to be a rough summer, end of the summer. Who knows? What do I know, right? This is just me. Like I said, this is just me playing out the scenario, the way things are, the way things are unfolding as they are now. Uh, I don't think there's a, there's too many people against this in this country that they're there. I don't think there is any hope for a, a smooth landing. They're going to try all the way till the end. Cause that's their only hope of making this thing work. So they're going to try, but I, I don't think there's any hope. So I'm doing this today. I, uh, like I said, I'm in the background right now. My ground beef is in the pressure cooker and it's, the way this canning thing works, at least for the meat, some canning you you use different methods. But I think it's all basically the same. I may be wrong. Some maybe don't involve heat, but the type I'm doing right now, it's in a pressure cooker and it's in there for 90 minutes. And the pressure cooker is doing two things. One is it's sealing the jars. It's creating a vacuum seal. And while it's doing that, it is killing everything that's alive in there, like th- that the, the microbes and the th- things that will decompose it and make it rot. And so you're missing out on the benefits of like s- the stuff that you have in a raw meal, but you're still keeping plenty of the nutrients and the protein and the calories and all that good stuff to keep you alive. And you're keeping it for up to nine a year and a half. And I, I bet you can keep it longer, but they say safely for a year and a half in a dry, cool place. So, I've already got about uh, a couple weeks. I should have a couple more weeks at the end of this session, if all goes well. If I don't break any jars. And I'll probably just keep doing this over the next few months or as, however long I can do it. You know? Get myself, I'd be great to have enough where I could share. So anyways, that's something to do to keep positive. Make sure you have a stash of your favorite stuff. You could even stash some, you know, I'm on a, I personally am trying, I'm on this big super health thing. I'm trying to be as healthy as possible. So I'm trying to stay away from all the junk. But if some of that junk kind of makes you happy and cheers you up, then you might want to consider stashing some of that stuff away too, you know? Little pick me ups along the way. Actually, I might want to take my own advice, but who knows? I think I'm pretty ready to go, but I think it's going to be a few months. Now, another thing you might want to consider doing is getting something productive to do during that time. Let's just say, let's just say there is like a month or two where like. You're just hunkered down. I don't know. I imagine there's gonna be a lot to do. You know, I imagine at first there's gonna be chaos and everyone's gonna be hunkered down. Okay, so let's talk about that time. In that time, it's all the better if you already kind of have a relationship with your neighbors. If not, you're definitely gonna get start meeting your neighbors more. You're gonna to get to know your neighbors. That's a good thing. It's 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 our community. Ideally you're gonna be helping we're going to be helping each other get through this on a local community level. This is going to force everyone, ideally, and I think at this point, it's inevitable, this is going to force everyone back to a local mindset. We're going to start learning that we need each other and that we are each other and we are one and we're going to be working together and helping each other out. And the more we do that, the more popular we are going to be amongst our neighbors, and that's a good thing, and I think that that's going to be remembered and recognized right away. And everyone, people are going to remember that kind of thing. That that's that kind of that's kind of why you want to learn how to be nice to each other and be polite. That's it goes back to that. It goes back to survival. You know, the you want to be helpful of service. To your community that makes you more likable and respectable, and uh, that's gonna be good for you. So, in that time of um, chaos, I think it would be good to have a plan. I'll tell you what my plan is. I am going to, that's probably when I'm going to really figure out my shortwave, my Baofeng radio. I Hopefully, maybe I'll pull it out in the next few weeks and practice it and get, get down with it a little bit. But if not, uh, this will be when I pull it out and I really get good at it, scanning the channels, looking for information, looking for anyone broadcasting radio. You know, when, when the internet goes down, I imagine the internet's going to go down. I imagine there's going to be some power outages and stuff through, through this whole transition. Who knows? Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe it'll just be the most easeful, niceful, peaceful, whatever. But I'm prepared for, you know, I'm just prepared for what I think it might be. So I'll have the radio. That'll be something I can do to keep me busy. I have like a solar generator battery thing that will be good for some electric power. And I do live in sunny Florida. So, I do anticipate being able to have a few hours of electricity for work every day. So, I do plan on producing something. I'll probably do, I'll probably just document the experience as I do, you know, with my video setup that I have now and dedicate a little bit of time every day doing that reporting It'll be a different type of reporting, obviously, because I, I don't see how I'll be able to put it out, but, you know, at least getting it produced and recording it. Uh, I, what I don't have and what I think I ought to get is some sketch pads. I think I'm going to get some sketch pads, maybe even this afternoon, and have those on hand with some pencils. I do enjoy to draw, and that could be good. Some candles. I'm going to get some more candles. Maybe even, uh, you know, I'm all alone. If I had some, if I had people with me, I'd probably get some board games. Board games would be fun. A friend of mine suggested trying to keep a holiday atmosphere at home, like it's the holidays. I think that's incredible. I think that's great, great advice. Every day from today, from here on out, keep sort of this holiday Christmas thing going on at home. No reason why you can't do that, and it really is gonna make things easier and smoother and better. I kind of felt it last night. I made um I'm on a keto diet again, and I had a pizza that was totally keto. Cauliflower. The crust was made out of cauliflower, egg, and cheese. Good cheese. I like get good quality parmigiano. Parmigiano. And uh, everything, it was, it was super low carb. I think the whole thing was like six carbs. And it turned out really good. And that's the kind of thing, at least for me, I don't do any of that. To me, making a pizza is kind of a special. It's kind of an ordeal. I don't know. Little things like that make me feel like it's holiday time. So I, you know, I had a sense of warmth. It's good. You got to love yourself. You got to create a sense of love and warmth at home. That's important. So yeah, I think drawing pads and sketch pads would be good to get. Candles, like I said, candles. These are things I need to get that I don't have. Uh, I have like a couple candles. but um, I also have a bass and a guitar and musical instruments. And that's also something I'm contemplating maybe doing during this time is recording some original music. Um, That's something you could do. Pick up an instrument. Maybe if you want to learn an instrument. Maybe if there are some books that you've been meaning to read, be prepared for that. Make sure you have enough candles so you, you know, I mean, I'm not saying the power's gonna be out forever, but I mean, who knows? I guess the theme and the idea I'm just saying is uh, you just don't wanna be caught with your pants down. You just wanna be caught being like, damn, I wish I could have at least gotten this. Prepared for this, you know. I feel like I said I'm. I I'm a, I live in a very small place, very small, like a, in a big apartment with a bunch of small little apartments. I'm mostly prepared to throw a backpack on my back and just f off. I hope it doesn't come down to that, but that's basically what I'm. I know when push comes to shove, and if I got to do that, I, I, I'm ready to do that. Um, or just hunker down here and and you know, and go with it. But having said that, I have noticed as I've been sort of tidying up and going over my stuff and seeing what I need to get, I have noticed I, I did the smart thing over the years. I did get certain things that are important. You know, like I have some first aid things here, water filtration, that's important. The canning beef, good stuff, I highly recommend it. There is nothing to fear, but fear itself. Very true statement. And this could be a fearful time, but there is nothing to fear. You don't want to be afraid right now. Everything is shifting. The good news is, is we are alive to witness an incredible... We have front row seats, some of us. And those of us who don't, I maybe probably envy you. But whatever it is, uh, some of us have front row seats. Maybe some more than others. Point being, is it's a it's a huge shift, and a lot of us, I know for me, my entire lifetime, I've wanted to see this shift. For my entire lifetime, I've seen the problems with the world. I've seen them at a very all the stuff people are complaining about right now, all the corruption and the sin and the, and the Satanism and the ugliness and the all this madness. Uh, I've seen it since I was a kid. So it is no, it's nothing new to me. And so I know I'm not the only one like that. I know I've met several people in my life who could say the same thing. And so for a lot of us, this is something that we've known that this is just something that it has to happen. It's like when you got, uh, when you, when you, if, you, if your home is just full of like rotten nastiness, foul disease, you got to get rid of all that stuff. You got to clean it all up. You got to do a massive house cleaning, clean everything, and then clean it again, and then clean it again, and then sage it, Yeah. You know? And then start fresh. So it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And this is it. 2023. 23. Interesting too. That is the biblical number for death. 23. But when something dies, something is born. And As they say, at the end of the day, I see this all as a uh, very auspicious and a very epic, important time in our history. And so the best thing you can do is to be all that you can be. I shouldn't say that because that sounds a little too cliche. The best thing you can do is to hone yourself. Uh, love yourself and make yourself as strong as you can be. Uh, Hone your temple, become as healthy as you can be. Become as sharp as you can be. Stop making excuses. Stop saying someday I'll do that. Uh, Do it now. The way I do it, I, I say baby steps, like Bill Murray in that movie, Baby Steps. Uh, I think I said it before that movie. I think I say Baby Steps before that, but maybe I started saying it after seeing that movie, but it makes sense to me in my head. Uh, in the, in the movie, it's a comedy, but in the movie, the idea is, is when you say Baby Steps, it takes the extremeness out of it and it makes things seem so much more simple and easy. And that makes sense to me. So I Baby Step myself there, you know, I... Uh, like this week I'm about to start meditating again I stopped. I went way off balance for a while I was doing everything That my body and my mind likes To where I was feeling balanced and healthy And then I got thrown off And now I'm getting myself back on And I don't just get all on at once And the reason I don't is because when I, I used to try doing that I tend to be very extreme But when I, when I do things that extreme It doesn't last So I got a baby step So I eased on First, I started doing the keto, and then I started hitting the gym again. And this week, I start meditating again, easing myself back in there to where I'm then finally back to where I'm doing all the things that are good for me to feel good and be healthy and happy. Very important, very important for us to do that, because when we do that, when we treat our bodies and our minds and our our emotions in a way of with love and respect and honor— give them what they need, just how we would give our pets or our children what they need, then, then our body and our mind and our emotions will be at their best and it will just make it easier for us to operate through our lives. And right now, that's extremely important. So I think that's n- number one. Everyone needs to do that. Uh, I think we're going to be... And prepare to be forced into it. Like I said... Uh, not only should you have storable foods, but I think it's a smart idea to have it in your head exactly what you want to have to be eating during that. You can kind of figure that out. Be excited about it. I think we should be excited about this. There's nothing, there's, like I said, there, everything is changing. And I don't believe that everything is written, because then what is free will? We live in a system that seems to be written in a sense. The story, the backstory seems to be sort of written. Maybe, maybe not. That's a whole other discussion I guess we can have. But the free will keeps it so that we can, on an individual level, a lot of us can navigate our lives dramatically. And on a collective level, we inevitably steer our ship, our collective experience. And that hasn't changed and that will not change. And so we don't want to be full of dread. We want to be full of... Full. You definitely do want to be as, as optimistic as possible. And a lot of people really are ahead of the curve on that. I think part of it is, is just realizing that the money system we have now is the root of all of our problems, pretty much. Pretty much, If it, once we get away with this Federal Reserve banking system, this entire worldwide monetary system that we're on, once we completely flush that down the toilet, great, hallelujah. Could you imagine if that happens this summer by June? That would be a good 4th of July because that is arguably the root of everyone's troubles. And it's not hard to replace it. In fact, it's extremely easy to replace it. So we're going to end on that note because that's where where I want to see this headed. And that's where I think it is headed. Because that's where the herd, that's what the herd is going to care about. That's what everyone is going to care about. That's the one thing that's going to link everyone together is their money and their ability to have money and spend it on things that, on the food that they want to spend it on. Does't matter if you want to can grass-fed ground beef or if you want to go and spend your money on McDonald's Big Macs. It should be your right to have the freedom to choose what you're going to go spend your money on and put inside your body or where you're going to live or what you're going to do or whatever. It's, the, it's kind of the foundation of freedom in the modern society. And it's being challenged right now. And we're going to have a crazy week, apparently, according to everyone, according to reality, according to what we're seeing. So uh, I will see you next week and uh, we'll see where things are going from there. Love you guys. Hope you guys are doing well. Hang in there. Have fun. Treat yourself with love and respect. And let that love and respect flow out to everyone around you. All right, guys. See you next week.